Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the uh, program Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Tim with Fred and Steve. We thank you for listening to AFR. Um, if you want to send us an email, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. If you want to check us out on Facebook or YouTube, we're live video streaming on both. And we post the stories that we talk about on our Facebook page. Just go to today's issue. Steve, you want to correct something? Yeah, uh, journalism on the fly, folks. <laughs> uh, I gave statistics earlier today, uh, this the show, about the world causes of death in the world. Um, and I, as I looked at that after we left that story, uh, it, the, the statistics I was looking at from, were from 2019 before COVID. So as Rosanna, Rosanna Dana would say, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I did read uh, where, according to the uh, U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, well, the, you want the full name of this organization? I'll give it to you. Okay, you can come up with your own acronym. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's National Center for Health Statistics. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay, got to take a deep breath there. Okay, uh, they reported that, um, this is from CNN, you know, your most trusted name in news. <laughs> um, December 22nd, 2021, they reported the leading causes of death, that COVID ranked third in terms of the leaving causes of death among Americans in 2020. Now, Steve asked a good question. Is that deaths caused by COVID or let deaths uh, with, with COVID? With COVID? Uh, it's probably with COVID. Very, very rarely do you hear of somebody dying um, from COVID alone. It's usually they got some kind of comorbidity, right? Is that what you call it? Yes. Underlying health issues, uh, which COVID... Uh, exploits right and uh, so that that you doesn't doesn't lessen the fact that they died right. but it wasn't uh caused just by covid but there was also reports over the last year and a half or so of hospitals if somebody comes in from a traffic accident i know and they test positive for covid and they pass away from the injuries it went down as a covid thing. yeah that's ridiculous yeah. uh but yeah the exploitation of the numbers to uh now, CNN, in an effort to shine, to be more positive, a more positive uh, and have a more optimistic outlook on our country's future, uh, after Trump left office, they took down the, the death count. The tracker, yeah. Yeah. Remember, CNN had a death count for COVID uh, that continuously showed up on the screen. Yeah, no matter what the subject they were talking about. Yes, when Trump was president. Yes. You know, because everything was Trump's fault, mm-hmm. according to CNN. Then uh, Magic Man Biden gets in, mm-hmm. who says he will get rid of the virus. He'll kill the virus. Yeah. Right? Is that what he said? Yeah. I won't kill the country. Shut I'll- it down. Who's going to shut down the virus? Uh-huh. That's what I mean by Magic Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. And And yet more people have passed away from COVID- on Biden's watch, if you want to look at it like that, again, as I've said before, I don't blame Trump. I don't blame Biden for people dying of COVID. But if you're going to do it, you got to be fair. If you're going to say, yes, they are responsible, then you got to blame both of them. 
Well, more people have died under Biden's watch than under Trump's watch. Uh, so, um, but uh, CNN doesn't have a death count from COVID on their site anymore. Why? Because they got their guy in there. Yeah. They now, got, they, they've, they've got a new story, though, that names Trump. CNN, yeah, right. MSNBC. Today? Constantly, they are dealing with the January 6th commission that Nancy Pelosi yeah. put together. Well, we're all interested in that. MSNBC is on this constantly. I, the gym I go to has a bank of TVs up there, so I... Oh, you mean I, January 6th is on there all the time? MSNBC, I the, know, latest, I know. the latest of hey, what they're up to. Did you see, though, all the news channels have lost, like, between 30 and 50% of the viewership since President Trump is no longer in office. Did you see this? Yes. Huh? Mm-hmm. So uh, I told you, I wasn't the only one who said this, CNN and MSNBC in particular, they're, they're, they're going to wish Trump had never gone away <laughs> because uh, he was the answer to their mm-hmm. ratings. He got their ratings up, you know, and uh, now with him gone, there's no reason to watch CNN unless you're held captive in an airport, <laughs> which, by the way, millions of Americans have been over the last few days, right? Yeah. I guess millions. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's right um, with all these canceled flights going on. But uh, but anyway, the, the, the death count stopped when Biden got into office because the liberal media didn't want to make him look bad. In the same way they wanted to make Trump look bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, this this liberal media bias is just so blatant and, and obvious. It's yes. not even. <laughs> it's really not even almost worth talking about anymore because everybody knows what's going on here. Yes, everybody knows the game. Well, for years, Pew Research has has done uh, political opinions of reporters. Ninety percent of them vote Democrat. Oh yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, and, and quite frankly, I don't care what somebody votes, uh, even though that's a reflection of their their political bias. It's that when they um, when they, but you you would like to, to just a caveat there. You would like to see more representation on, on the main diversity. Tim, yeah, I, I want diversity. I know, but they they don't believe in diversity. You have to have you have to think like they think, or you're not, <laughs> or you, you don't know, have a job. You're not an acceptable human being. Yeah. Here. But yeah, they uh, they they vote Democrat. Uh, nine out of ten of the Washington. I remember it, this goes back even to Clinton years. I remember the uh, I think it was a Media Research Center found that like eighty nine percent of the Washington press corps voted for Bill Clinton. Yeah. So so I mean they always vote left. They always vote liberal. But uh, it to me that really doesn't matter. It's how they treat when you intentionally try to manipulate the news to reflect to impact public opinion. That's when it really becomes insidious, and that's what they did to Trump. Well, not only that, they're getting much more open about it. They're now saying a reporter's job is not to just yeah. report the facts. It's to shape yeah. public opinion in a certain way. We, yeah. we actually have an example. Yeah. Steve found uh, MSNBC's Nicole Wallace. She, I think she's, she's, she's MSNBC. She's with MSNBC. She's one she's of the anchors. She's a reporter. You know, yeah. I, I know who she is, but I've never watched her show. She has a she has an evening show or something. Yes, yeah. uh, I don't know what it's called, but because um, I don't watch it either. But uh, she was talking with one of her panels. Had several people on a panel, and okay. they were talking about masks and okay. COVID. 
and um, she has. Was this last night? Or when was this? A few days ago? When was this? I don't know. I have to look that up. It was within the last two. Okay, two was days. it 2019? No, though, right? No, it, <laughs> okay, just to be clear. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is what Nicole Wallace had to say about. Her pal Anthony Fauci cut eight. I'm a, I'm a Fauci groupie. I'm a thrice vaccinated mask adherent. I buy KN95 masks by the, you know, caseload. They're in every pocket. I wear them everywhere except when I sit down. And I am certain that this is not a variant I can outrun. And and I wonder where you think the sort of conversation is heading at this moment, Jason. December 27th. Yeah. Who's she talking to there? Do you know what what the, what's the point? Well, her, her the panel they're talking about actually hospitalizations. Um, they're they're spreading the panic about the the Omicron. I'm looking at the at the clip and I'm looking at the Chiron what they have underneath it the super and it says they're talking about Dr. Fauci saying hospitalizations may rise despite mild cases. So they're trying not to <clears throat> downplay the Omicron virus and. So, she is all in for Dr. So Fauci. So she said she was a uh, Fauci groupie? That's what she said, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if she got a Fauci doll for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, we, she's right about the Omicron, uh, from what I've been able to tell and observe and see and read. This Omicron uh, variant is uh, natural immunity's not helping, and the vaccine shots are not helping. Nothing's helping stop the spread of it. Now, thank God it's mild for the yes. most part. Mm-hmm. Mild symptoms for the vast majority of people who get it. Uh, so, you, yeah, everybody's going to get that. Pretty yeah. much everybody's going to get that. Whether you know it or not, 40% of people are like me. They don't have any – they didn't have any symptoms. Now, but they don't have the antibodies, though. Yeah, and people might say, uh, yeah, well, why did you get tested, me, uh, if you didn't have any symptoms? Because my wife did. Allison, she had symptoms, and so that's why I went and got tested. Uh, and there were some other reasons there, <clears throat> which I won't go into because nobody cares. But uh, anyway, you're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio. Now we got a uh, story that we've talked about some. We're going to switch over to this uh, dude who okay. says he's a girl mm-hmm. and he wants to race women in the pool. Yeah. Um, t- uh, now, you may have heard about this story, some folks, but although it's not getting any mainstream media press, and we'll talk about the reasons for this, uh, what are we talking about here, Fred? A USA swimming official who resigned in protest over transgender swimmer Leah Thomas. Uh, Leah was who before he decided to be a girl? Uh, I don't remember his dead name, as they call it. Yes. Anyway, uh, this swimming official told Fox News on Monday that she can't stand by and watch as girls are, quote, thrown under the bus by biological male competitors. Uh, This swimming official, Cynthia Millen, stepped down last week after officiating USA swimming meets for over three decades. Her decision came days before the U.S. Paralympic Swimming National Championships in Greensboro, North Carolina. Says the fact is that swimming is a sport in which bodies compete against bodies. Identities do not compete against identities, she said on Tucker Carlson's show. Men, boy, this is, this is just breaking news scientifically. Yeah. She says men are different from women. Men swimmers are different from women, and they will always be faster than women. 
I, I like what yeah. she said. She says, I cannot stand by as I watch girls being thrown under the bus by biological male competitors. Let me see that just a minute. Fred, pass that over here. This story. Okay. I don't, I don't know what the uh, fellas. Here, here's why this is important, folks. You might say, well, this is just a 24-hour story. Uh, this is at an NCAA school. Okay. This is the university. Is it? University it, of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Is it University of Pennsylvania or Pennsylvania University? It's the University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, okay. Yes. Univers- is, which is an Ivy League school. Penn. Penn. It's an Ivy League school. This, these are bastions of progressive uh, ideology, quote, progressive ideology. They're, they're, left, they're lefties, okay? I'm talking about the administration, the professors, mm-hmm. most of the students. This is why this is so funny to me. Uh, now it's not, it's not really funny, but it, in the big scheme of things, but it is the the individual story because it's conflicting for the, uh, social progressives. What you have here is a, a, uh, guy who says he's a girl. He was a, uh, college scholarship swimmer for the boys team. For three years, two or three years, I mean, this guy was good. I mean, he was like one of the top three or five swimmers on his team. Okay, he's built like Michael Phelps. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. He's like six three, sculpted. Okay, the guy then switches to the girls' team because he says he's a girl now. He identifies as a girl. The coach for the boy, the girls' team, lets him on. Yeah, come on over to our team. Well, when he when he entered competition in the in the meet, isn't that what you call it, a swim meet? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who they were going against. The nearest competitor, the girl who finished second, was thirty eight seconds behind him in the race. Now I don't know how far the race was. I think no. it was two laps. He was ahead by two laps. Yeah, but, but it, I don't it know was how a longer far. race than two laps. Thirty-eight yeah. seconds is an eternity mm-hmm. in a in a race. Uh, I don't care how long it is in this put in the pool. But here's the thing: um, this uh, Thomas is uh, the guy's name. His, it, his his name was Will before okay, he transitioned. Will. And in 2019, he was second team all Ivy League in three events: the 500, the 100, 1,000, and the 50 free. So he was already a top level swimmer uh, among the boys. Yeah. Yes. And then he switches over to the girls team, and he's just crushing the records. And what, what what's going to be funny to see? This is what I mean by funny: uh, is if he is allowed to go on. Uh, I'm calling him a he. Because he is a male. That's right. All right. Now, uh, he is confused. Uh, so this, it, this is not funny in the sense that these people have they have something going on etern- internally that uh, makes them feel like they're in the opposite sex. I'm not saying that's not a real thing that happens to people psychologically or emotionally. I don't know all the dynamics here, but so I'm not making light of that. 
but I am mocking the false science that's being applied here mm-hmm. in the name of transgenderism. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is, we're all told to pretend something is so that we know it isn't. <laughs> and what I'm saying is we can all pretend that this guy, this male is a female until he gets in the pool and destroys all the girls' records. Yes. And I I just, I hope that he goes on to the NCAA championships, which is, he's on, he's, he's qualifying to do. I mean, that's the path he's on Mm -hmm. and just crushes all the girls, uh, who choose to race against him Mm -hmm. because, uh, what should be happening is the girls should say, no, I'm not swimming against him. Yes. I'm not going to legitimize this race. Don't swim against him and then complain after the fact that, uh, well, I can't really beat a boy. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't really beat him a, a male. You see what I'm saying here is, but this is conflicting Steve and Fred for the progressive uh, professors and administration and even NCAA officials because they box themselves in by trying to pretend like there's no difference between a male and a female. Well, that's fine in theory if you want to do that, but let's put them in the pool and see if you still believe that. Let's put them on the tennis court and still believe that. <clears throat> there was a, I saw a story the other day. It was John McEnroe. You remember the former? Yeah professional tennis player i mean he was a he was a you've got to be kidding me yes with a temper well known for his temper but he was a i mean he was a hall of fame tennis player mm-hmm. and he was on an interview the other day and he was talking about serena williams who has for the last two decades been the top player in the world uh by and large right am uh, i right by far by far okay i don't know if she still is or not because she's getting on up there as far as her age for tennis goes professionally but uh john mackerel was saying listen as good as serena williams is uh she couldn't beat a top 100 male professional tennis player wouldn't have a chance why because males and females are physiologically built uh and made by god different therefore that's why we've always had uh male competition and female competition because it's fair Yes. And what this what happens right here is this is unfair. Everybody knows it, but but uh, we'll see if anybody stops it at the NCAA because once they try to stop this guy from swimming against the girls, whoever that is is going to be crushed by the uh, LGBTQ social media uh, brigade. That's what you want to call them. You know what I'm th- they're yeah. going to come after. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NCA, whoever uh, stops this from happening, so we'll, we we will see. But uh, if 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 the NCAA and the school administrations is not going to stop this, uh, then the girls are going to have to refuse to swim against him. That's yeah. a tough call. I got to tell you, by the time you're What's a, a tough scholar, call? if by the time you're a, if you are a scholarship um, uh, college level one A athlete, that that sport has been your life. You don't just you don't just I'm I'm a I enjoy swimming and I'm fairly good at it so I'm going to compete. If you're a scholarship with a 1A uh, uh, university, a, a major college university, you have trained. This is 
this has become what you do. And to say, for all of that training, I'm going to give up the opportunity to post a time, to win a medal, to do anything, it just is hard. It's a hard call. I'm not yeah. saying I disagree with you, but <clears throat> man. Well, to me, by swimming against him, you're legitimizing him. Yeah. Correct. Uh, you, you just say, listen, it would be the same as uh, you have a girls basketball team, right? Mm-hmm. A girls basketball team is out there, and all of a sudden, out of the locker room with all these little five seven, five four girls comes a six foot six dude yeah. who says he's a girl. Yeah. And he's he's and he's scoring every point and dunking on them. That's what will happen to basketball if if there if this is if this trend continues. Yeah. So somebody's uh needs to stand up and stop it. Or either it's gonna destroy girls' sports. Women's one the, sports. One of the things I think might bite back on this is the Olympic committee the international olympic committee has also bought into this and they have put transgender guidelines on their sport but this is a a, an industry that garners billions of dollars worldwide the olympic committee and advertisers no one is going to watch anymore transgender guidelines are a farce well no one's going to watch and they're going to lose i don't care billions of dollars in advertising i don't care how much hormone suppressor you give somebody if they're born a male they got bigger bones they got, they got, uh, they're more muscular. Their body structure is different. Like I said, this guy looks like Michael Phelps out there in the pool. So, uh, uh, you, you, you can't No, that's, I understand what you're saying, Steve, but that's uh, the NCAA is again, they're trying to accommodate something that's biologically, uh, not, not true. You can't, you, yeah, I guess you can take these hormone. Is that what you call them? Where, where they a, try to get rid of testosterone? A, yeah, it's a suppressor. A suppressor? Yeah. That, that doesn't change your physiological makeup. Well, the advantages that you have. Just to go back with this, Cynthia Millen, the USA swimming official, quit. The fact is that swimming is a sport in which bodies compete against bodies. Yep. Identities do not compete against identities. That's, that's just the end of the story. You know, uh, the American people aren't buying this. That's the bottom line. No. They're not buying it. There's a Rasmussen poll that came out in the last 48 hours. 80% of those polls said there are two genders, male and female. Yep. Period. That's science. You're following the science, Fred. Yep. Steve, we got about a minute left. Uh, the good people of Chicago have yeah. been, have been uh, wished a happy Kwanzaa from their uh, homosexual mayor. And uh, so she did this. I want you to listen to this greeting. It's a Kwanzaa greeting, but listen to the music underneath this. This is cut nine. Joyous Kwanzaa, Chicago. Amy and I wish to extend a very beautiful and prosperous Kwanzaa to all of you celebrating this season. As you light the candles and gather in unity, we hope your holidays. Joy to the world. Wait a minute, that's a Christian the song. The Lord has come. Let Earth receive. What is Kwanzaa? Uh, are there eight people who celebrate Kwanzaa? How many people celebrate Kwanzaa? You know, it's yeah. fun. what is Kwanzaa exactly? It's Isn't it the like African American? Um, was well, Afri- It's for- not African American. It's like African, isn't it? I think that's where it started. Yeah. Yes. But uh, it only became popularized by the media about five years ago or so. Yeah. Huh? In this ever, ever, uh, never-ending push for multiculturalism and try to diminish Christianity, we uh, want to raise Kwanzaa up on the level of Christmas. Yeah, but ironically, but they can't get away from Christmas. Uh, ironically, as you <laughs> point out, the uh, 
Kwanzaa. It's Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Yeah. That that Mary Kwanzaa wish by the mayor of Chicago is uh, she's using joy to the world to promote it. Right. Irony of ironies. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us today. We shall see you back here tomorrow. Take care.